Unlimited is a weekly relationships podcast that focuses on how to develop, improve, and sustain thriving marriages. Our goal is to help you establish strong relationships with yourself and with those around you. I invite you today to adventure on the beauty of relationships, the joy of discovering your potentials, as well as those of your spouse. Hi, I'm Helen. Certified Master Life Coach and Certified Relationships Coach, and I'm all about relationships. Welcome to Love Unlimited. Hello and welcome to yet another Love Unlimited session with Helen, and this is a wonderful day to just be a wonderful day. That's a friend of mine who says that. It's a great day to be a great day. And today I'm going to share with you something about what your spouse owes you. There are people who get into a relationship thinking that they are in it for some venture of some capital investment. I know love is a relationship where we expect something in return. We expect things to be done to us as we do one to others. We also have expectations of our future plans. We also expect things to go a certain way with respect to our relationship with our spouse. However, there are things that we should not expect your spouse or our spouses to do for us. Now, the question today is, what does your spouse owe you? The baseline is nothing in reality. Your your spouse owes you nothing in reality. They don't come into a relationship where they'll end up being indebted. So the bottom line is nothing, materially nothing. So if your spouse helps you and supports you and does all that, that's out of duty, but it's not because they owe you. There's a difference between being owed something and someone doing something for you because it's their duty. They don't owe it to you. They do it because they should do it. Now, with that in mind, people start asking, well, well then when they love me, shouldn't they do A, B, C, D? Should they take me out? Shouldn't they treat me any when it's my birthday? Shouldn't they buy me chocolate and flowers on Valentine's? Shouldn't they be supplementing my budget? Shouldn't they be doing a... You know, you have this list of demands. Let's take a step back for a moment and picture this. There are people in this world who are married and their spouses are either physically or mentally challenged such that they cannot meet those desires that their spouses would have as you do. Maybe they cannot take you to those outings because one, they are jobless or they cannot get a job due to their health status. Or they have mental illnesses. They may not be able to show you love all the time. There are people out there in the world who are married to people, other spouses to say, who may never, ever know what it is to love or to be loved. for Because maybe of the situations that they've grown up in, they do not know what is love. So they don't know how to love or to be loved. So if you get into a relationship with such a person, expecting that your spouse owes to love you in a certain way, owes you love to be expressed in a given formula, well, then you're in for a great, great disappointment. At the baseline of it all, marriage is a partnership. 
A partnership is a coming together of two or more people with an agreement to carry out a venture or a business or something in their lives with benefits for both of them. That is partnership. But if you get into a relationship expecting your spouse to give you stuff and you don't give in return, well, that is not partnership now. It becomes parasitism. You become a parasite to your spouse because you are only taking and not giving. And if you're giving nonstop and your spouse does not reciprocate as it's supposed to be, it's also parasitism. While relationships can be in existence on the basis of parasitism. I'll give you an example. Most gold diggers are parasites. They go where there is money. And when money goes, they go. Well, that's what a parasite does. It goes into a host or clings to a host takes what it needs, and when it's over or it's hard enough, it's gone. That is not marriage, and that is not love, and that is not a relationship that lasts a lifetime. Marriage, on the other hand, it's a relationship where there is some form of symbiosis, not a partnership of debts. It's a form of symbiosis where one gives and the other gives, as each individual feels or wills to give. It is not one person dictating on what the other person should do. Well, in the Western world, I have come to really get used to the fact that the wife is always called the boss. I have heard it so many times. At first, it used to bother me. But I came to realize, having come from Africa, our view of marriage is different. Where in Africa, there is nobody called the boss. There is no boss in marriage. It's a partnership. The man may be the upper hand, but the wife will never call him the boss. But here, even with the man being the providers and doing the donkey work and the bigger chunk of work, they will call the wife the boss. I don't know the basis of this. I tend to assume it's because the wife is the one who makes all decisions regarding home management. I would like to think that is the case. But if it's just for the purpose of giving a title to express power, I would disagree on that. Now, back to our topic today. What does your spouse owe you? Your spouse owes you nothing at the base of it nothing because when you get married it's a partnership for the benefit of both of you so what you would like not owe or be owed what you would like your spouse to give you or to make you experience is an exchange of something else that you give people say that i love freely people say that i love freely Without any feelings or any inhibitions, I expect nothing in return. Mm, I will hold that with my eyes slit a bit. I will be like, every kind of love expects something in return, whether it's expressly said or not. God loves us. He expects us to love him back and to serve him. Jesus died on the cross for our sins so that we may not perish but also live an eternal life with his blessings in the way that we are supposed to live according to God's commandments. So God loving us gave us a chance to fulfill his desires of creation. You loving your spouse expect something to be returned 
in the form of loving, being loved back and in a certain way. But that does not mean you start creating demands or feeling indebted or making your spouse feel like he is falling short or she is falling short or making your wife feel like she is the second best because you do the bigger chunk of the task or not. But there are expectations in a marriage. One, very important, sexual desires, sexual consummation. Meeting each other's sexual desires is a basic need and it's in the form that if that person denies you, it can be a thing that will bring in other problems. It is not owed in form of it's my right, you must, but it is you should because you love me and I love you and I'm your partner, not you must, because there are times when one wants and the other one doesn't want. So you have to sit down and agree how to go about this act of satisfying each other's sexual desire. So number one, that is very important. Each one of you should reciprocate on the other on that. Number two, time and attention. Remember when I say time and attention, I'm not referring to 24 hours, 24, 7, 365. No, your spouse needs to live a life of his and her own, independent of you. They need to pursue their careers. They need to follow their other desires. However, they should allocate time exclusively for you and reciprocated each way, both the husband and the wife. You should allocate time for each other, to listen to each other, to talk with each other, to share other things other than just intimacy, to discuss things about the family, to discuss business, to discuss your future, all that. You need time together. And if possible, at least once every single day, at least once. If it goes beyond that, someone will feel deprived and will start looking for attention elsewhere. I don't count the number of times I do it with my husband. I don't count. Uh, actually, I have less time away from him than with him because we do our home business together. We share the same rooms together. We are always on each other's parts. We call each other when we are out in the field. So we talk a lot. But for each other, me and him alone, I know we spend at least one hour, at least one hour every day just talking about us. Your spouse owes you partnership. When you get into a relationship, it's not a 50-50, it's 100-100. The one gives their all for this relationship and the other one the same. You owe each other time. You owe each other partnership, making decisions together, budgeting together, planning together, having children together, raising children together, visiting your relatives together and having to handle challenges together. Number three, that's number three, actually number four is loyalty. That one is not, it's not to be discussed. Loyalty is not compromisable. You need to be faithful and loyal to your spouse and your spouse to you. The reason is this is your lifelong partner. He and she is the other side of you, the yin and yang, the left and right. You balance each other and you cannot betray your left hand side if you are the right hand side. You cannot betray the right hand side if you are the left hand side of the same body. You need to be loyal to each other. Share stories, share talks, share your fears and confidences and doubts and thoughts together. The next thing that your spouse owes you is respect. If there's no respect in marriage, it will die. 
hands down because lack of respect brings in issues of unfaithfulness, disloyalty, lack of partnership, poor communication, poor sexual partnership, no sexual fidelity, poor financial discipline, and all these things come following one. Without respect, everything else spirals down to the negative. And lastly, your spouse owes you support. He should support you and she should support you in your dreams and your desires. Why? Because when one spouse grows, the other one grows. That's why we have this saying that behind every successful man is a strong, supportive woman. And the vice versa is also true. Behind every successful woman that you see around is a strong, confident husband who does not feel challenged by the female factor being powerful political and all that an example of this one is the vice president of us the husband is one strong man very confident his ego is not affected by the wife's political adventures and desires that's how life is marriage is partnership and support is needed by each spouse as part of the relationship what does your spouse not owe you Never complain to anyone about your spouse not doing this to you. Your spouse does not owe you your successes. Your successes are your own. All that your spouse can do is support you. But you have to put in the work. You have to dig in. You have to be aggressive. You have to burn the midnight oil. You have to stretch those muscles. You have to break your back if you have to by yourself. Because your careers, your dreams, and your visions belong to you. And you're the one who has the picture of what exactly you want. All you need to ask from your spouse is support. The second one, your spouse does not owe you happiness. Happiness is an inside job. It is an inside thing. It is you yourself to look inside you for things that make you happy. And on this talk, I'd like to talk one important thing. Money, wealth, and adventures and all these things material do not bring happiness. Happiness is a state of mind. You choose to be happy whether you have money or not. You choose to be happy whether you have succeeded in your ventures or not. You choose to be happy whether you have made it in your life as you have always dreamt or not. You choose to be happy whether you live in a thousand or a hundred square foot house or ten thousand square foot house. You choose to be happy if you have one child, ten children or no children at all. You choose to be happy whether you are a millionaire or a pauper. It means happiness has nothing to do with outside stuff. It's an inside thing. Like just like your emotions, your spouse does not owe you the waves of your emotional changes from being happy to moody to sad to lonely to just being edgy for no reason and especially women when we go through those hormonal changes your husband does not owe you anything when it comes to those it's you to work out your own self and figure yourself out what you really want your spouse does not owe you your energy your energy is that drive that you have to do things. If you wake up feeling lethargic, don't blame your husband. If you wake up feeling energetic, don't blame your husband. It has nothing to do with him or her, especially if it's your wife. The 
energy levels in your body adjust to your inside job again. And lastly, your spouse does not owe you your ambition. You are the one who has those desires, your dreams and everything that you need to achieve. Your spouse can only support you. You need to decide and chart out the path for what you want in your life and go after it. Your spouse will be there to push you and support you. The only thing that you the closest thing that your spouse can do is to become your partner in that journey because your partner can't see the dream as you see it. You need to share it with him or her to see it. But in the end, the acting, the main actor in this scenario is you yourself alone. So let's drop this story of my husband or my wife owes me this and that, but there are conjugal duties, responsibilities that come with marriage that every one of us should do them if we really value our relationship. Let me change that. For our relationship to thrive, we must fulfill our parts of the bargain as partners. But that does not mean we owe our spouses any debts. On this note, if there are financial issues that you feel your spouse owes you and you got into that debt because your spouse pushed you into it, now that is a financial debt, not a marriage debt. There is a difference between those two. You will handle that as a bank would handle you owing that them something. So, and it's something where money comes in and you have indebtedness between both of you, you hold that as a business thing, not a marriage thing. And it's always so sad to see couples trying to um, twist or twist the wrists of their spouses to milk money out of them and never pay back when they said they will. That is criminal. Don't do it. And this particular podcast was sponsored by Text to Tango, a book written by Helen Juma. And it's a handbook about marriage and issues like the ones we are talking about today. You can get a copy of that book on Amazon.com or you can get it on my website, www.guruhelen.com. And I look forward to chatting with you and entertaining you and informing you in the next podcast. And until next week, this is Helen wishing you a beautiful week ahead. Peace out.